to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 8th, 2017. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, we've made it through another week, um, but we're heading into a fairly tumultuous weekend for those of us down here in the southeast part of the country, especially in Florida. Um, to everybody who is listening to this, either to the east or south of me, uh, stay safe. Get out of there. There's no reason to try to brave it out. Um head inward head northward um stay safe there's no reason to uh, try to brave the storm at home because it appears like this one is leaving a a trail of wreckage in its path so if you're here in central florida hunker down get some as much water as you can get some batteries and some flashlights and some playing cards because uh we very well might be in for a long weekend and into monday hopefully everybody stays safe and it's not too bad but i know it's already caused quite a bit of damage and destruction in the Caribbean. So hopefully, uh, you know, all of those people are able to recover in a fairly timely manner. Uh, I just read about this interesting tip. Have you seen this thing about the, uh, they put a cup of, um, put a mug and freeze it in the freezer and put a quarter on the top of it? No, I don't know what that is. So you freeze a mug first, then put a quarter on the top of it and put it back in the freezer and and if you have to evacuate and come back, you go check the mug. If the mug has uh, melted and the quarter went to the bottom and refroze, then you knew that your your refrigerator was oh. off long enough for the food to spoil. So oh, that's that, really interesting. Yeah, it was like a low tech solution to a really interesting problem. But uh, yeah. and uh, Matt, I do not want you to be out in the uh, wind and the storm <laughs> reporting like Anderson Cooper in a tight white T-shirt uh, no, for Broadway I, Radio on the storm, you know? No, there. It, it, if I'm going to do that, I will have a big yellow uh, rain slicker like the uh, the boy did in the movie It, not to spoil anything. but uh, Oh, know. man. I wonder if we can uh, get a uh, Broadway Radio logo so- sewed onto one of those things. Oh, yeah. We could. Let's do it quickly. Better hurry. Yeah, logos on microphones and slickers are good for radio. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, pull out your crystal ball because <laughs> you said this months ago. First up in the news, Angels in America will return to Broadway this spring. Yeah, I don't think I was necessarily like stepping out on a very thin branch. I think a lot of people <laughs> thought that when you put Nathan Lane and Andrew Garfield in a show that there's a chance that it could come to Broadway. But yes, it was not the most surprising of news uh, announcements we got. But yesterday it became official because the all-knowing Baz Bomba boy tweeted it. And that is that the Nathan Lane, Andrew Garfield, and Denise Guff-led uh, National Theater production of Angels in America would be transferring to Broadway this coming spring. The show will play 18 weeks of the Neil Simon Theater, which will be vacant, vacant following the closing of Cats at the end of December. Performances will begin on February 23rd with an opening set for March 21st. All of the show's principals, other than Russell Tovey, who has obligations on ABC's TV show Quantico, will be making the move to New York with the show. Also transferring with the production are Amanda Lawrence, James McArdle, and Nathan Stewart Jarrett. Additional casting will be announced shortly. The National Theater staging had a recently concluded sold-out run that became the fastest-selling show in the organization's history. And I got to tell you, James, the reviews for this were incredible. Um, Some of the things mentioned – 
you have to start to wonder how they're going to be able to adapt some of the tech for um, for the Neil Simon, as apparently that stage is not nearly as deep as what they needed in London. So it'll be interesting to see how those modifications happen, as I'm sure uh, nearly everyone listening to this knows Tony Kushner's two-part masterpiece hasn't been on Broadway since its original run in 1993. As it was in London, two-time Tony winner Marion Elliott will direct. James, when this was announced yesterday morning, I mean, there was un- nearly uniform cries of gratitude and pleasure on social media, on theater social media, because this one has been one that many people have been praying would transfer for pretty much the entire time since it was announced. Yeah, this uh, I'm joining those uh, those chants of praise because many of us wanted to get to London to see it and did not get a chance, and we're going to get uh, the ability to see this. And this was was this one of the NT Live things that were brought was broadcast as well? I can't remember. <sighs> yes, this was the one where I went and they had a storm, oh. so they couldn't download the whole thing. But yes, yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, so if you did see it in uh, in the movie theaters, is that it's that production? Obviously, it'll have to be adapted a little bit to fit a different space. I don't have a, some different cast members, but it is that same production. If they film this one and show it, the theaters that they show it in won't need to be as deep. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot behind the movie screen, and uh, they're pretty much just a wall. Never mind. Okay, what's up in the show and casting news? Okay, James, we got a lot of stuff here, so I'm going to break it down into two sections and we can kind of talk about them in between. First is news about Broadway. So the other day, I think it was when I was by myself, I mentioned that it was surreptitiously announced at a Mets game that a certain king of New York would be be the next Carol King in Broadway's Beautiful. Turns out I got the story half right, as I was, of course, referring to Newsies leading lady, Carol Lindsay, but she will be joining the production not as Carol King, but as Cynthia Weil, while Chalina Kennedy will return to the role of King after departing the Broadway company to lead the sit-down production in her hometown of Toronto. That sit-down is done. She'll be coming back to Broadway. The pair will join Broadway's Beautiful on September 12th. Lindsay will reportedly remain with the show through New Year's Eve. Chalina Kennedy does not have a final performance date set as of yet in other news last night michael riedel had a really good story and i'm going to give him props here because this is really interesting apparently playwright Bo willimon will be very involved with his play the parisian woman throughout its entire run on broadway because since it is set in present day washington dc and deals with modern politics willimon will be keeping the show's dialogue current and incorporating current events and presidential tweets into the script on a regular basis. Riedel's source said, quote, he's going to be writing as everything with Trump unfolds. The play is going to change from week to week. Riedel sources go on to say that Willimon, who is the creator and head writer for the Netflix series House of Cards, will not just be doing House of Cards on stage. It is a more of an introspective look on a, at a woman trying to navigate the ever-changing landscape of female power in our modern day society. So we'll see what happens. I, 
this kind of makes me excited and nervous. Um, so we can talk about that here in a second. But to, to end up our Broadway section and our state-mandated Scott Rudin portion of the show, as predicted yesterday, we got an announcement about Broadway's next Barnaby Tucker. I didn't expect it so soon, but we got it in West End star Charlie Stemper, who will succeed Taylor Trench, who is leaving to wave through windows beginning on January 20th, along with Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber. A new block of tickets for the show will go on sale beginning this Saturday at 10 a.m. James, if Rudin wants to send out a big press release for the show every day this week, maybe we'll get an announcement for a replacement of for Gavin Creel later today to go along with Bernie, Victor, and Charlie as well. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Scott Rudin. He's playing us hard, you know. Um, are you getting all these emails from Ticketmaster uh, about the Bruce Springsteen show? No, I don't have to buy tickets on Ticketmaster because I'm not in a major metropolis like you are. <laughs> so Ticketmaster keeps on sending out ticket, uh, keeps on sending out uh, emails that say you have not been chosen and you cannot buy Bruce Springsteen tickets. And they keep on sending it over and over. <laughs> I think people are getting not annoyed. Cool. <laughs> not not cool, Ticketmaster. <laughs> like, is are are they being? You know, are they? raising the hype or are they taunting us I, they're was, trolling they're trolling is, is it a technical problem it's hysterical I, just, I every morning i get a Ticketmaster email saying no no you cannot buy bruce springsteen tickets all right what's the non-broadway section of the show and casting news Okay, this this is pretty cool as well. Earlier this week, it was announced that Tony winner Billy Crudup would star in the Vineyard Theater's world premiere of David Kale's one-man play, Harry Clark. The show, which will be directed by the great Lee Silverman, will begin performances on October 26th, ahead of a November 11th opening. Press notes describe the show thusly, a sexually charged and wickedly funny one-man thriller. Harry Clark is the story of a shy Midwestern man leading an outrageous double life as the cocky Londoner Harry Clark. Moving to New York City and presenting himself as an Englishman, he charms his way into a wealthy family's life as the seductive and precocious Harry, who increasingly risky, whose increasingly risky and dangerous behavior threatens to undo more than his persona. Kind of sounds like a, a combination, I was going to say six degrees and importance of being earnest kind of uh, yeah. merged together. Now, that's all really cool. Obviously, Billy Crudup doing a one-man show in New York is awesome. But what's exceptionally unique here is that Audible will be recording Crudup's performance and making it available to Audible members in early 2018. Also, Audible members will have the chance to purchase tickets ahead of the general public as well. Now, James, you'll remember we previously talked about Audible's recently announced $5 million fund dedicated to commissioning innovative works from English language playwrights around the world. And apparently, this is one of their first products. So I'm really pumped to see how this turns out. Um, you know, it seems like a, a, a no-brainer that a one-man show with a Tony-winning movie star would would make for great audio. So uh, this is perfect. I'm excited to see how this goes. So you know who owns Audible? Uh, Amazon. Jeff and, Bezos. And, and Amazon just bought what? Everything. Whole I don't know. Foods? What are they? Oh. they Amazon <laughs> just bought Whole Foods. So. They could close the loop here and have some sort of whole food giveaway at the Billy Crudup show at the Vineyard. Pita chips. Oh, good. Yeah, some hummus. <laughs> All right. The Color Purple Tour finds its cast. 
Yes. Uh, yesterday, producers announced the cast for the upcoming national tour of the color purple launching early next month. Leading the company will be Adriana Hicks as Seely, Carla R. Stewart as Suge Avery, and Carrie Compare as Sophia. We will have the complete cast list in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com if you want to take a gander. The tour will start out in Schenectady. We love saying it's connected here at Broadway Radio on October 7th before hitting Baltimore, Atlanta, Detroit, Boston, Philadelphia, Houston, New Orleans, Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago and Washington, D.C., amongst many, many others during its first year on the road. In other tour news, on Thursday, we found out that the tour for Dear Evan Hansen will play, will play more than 50 cities over a two-year period, including Buffalo, Charlotte, Chicago, Los Angeles, and more. It will launch in October of 2018 from the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. Obviously, many more tour stops, dates, and casting will be announced in the coming months. Wow, that's cool. Uh, 50 cities in two years, that, that doesn't seem like they're going to... I wonder if they're going to have multiple tours. That was my first inclination as well, because if you start looking at, obviously, Dear Evan Hansen is not necessarily Hamilton-sized hit, but it's a fairly big breakout hit. Like I can't imagine they'll just be doing one-week stops at every location. Obviously, they'll have some, but maybe they'll have two simultaneous tours launching at the same time. And what's with this? It doesn't look like they'll stop in Schenectady. Well, there's there's other tours to be announced later. I mean, okay. I think Schenectady, you know, that, that's a no-brainer. you got to go to Schenectady. Speaking of uh, Dear Evan Hansen, Ben Platt signs a deal with Atlantic Records. Yeah, according to Billboard and then confirmed – you're laughing already. I'm laughing because I'm thinking maybe the folks at Atlantic Records saw that video of Ben singing at the Tony or at the, <laughs> uh, the Jimmy Fallon show or what was it? It was Colbert. Yeah, right. yeah, not not good. I know what you're talking about. Everyone else has no idea. Anyway, um, yes, Tony winner Ben Platt confirmed that he has signed a record deal with Atlantic Records. He said, quote, I am beyond proud to be joining the Atlantic family amongst a roster of legendary artists. It has been a long time dream to create original music. I am so excited to be working on this debut album and even more excited for the day I can share it with the world. Now, James, I don't listen to a ton of modern pop music. Um, it's either classic rock or show tunes. Um, but good for Ben. I have no idea what kind of album he's going to make, but I kind of hope it's something completely off the reservation. Not anything musical theater standards related, like it's some sort of weird EDM dance record, just to completely confuse people. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I'm sure, though, it'll be something, you know, fairly singer songwriter uh show tune kind of thing but i i want him to go completely like let's do a disco or like a russian folk music album just do something completely off the wall <laughs> ben, <laughs> ben platt and eminem present <laughs> maybe uh ben fold six. Oh, i like that i like that one all right uh so cara joy our cara joy is in the recommendation section what is she up to well, Kara Joy David, if you if you aren't familiar with her, she is an entertainment columnist who over on Broadway World's industry section, she's been writing industry insider exclusive articles for us since we launched launched this last month. This new one that she has talks about the road to success for Broadway tours and how even though they seem like a much better 
um, investment for people when shows are going on the road. They are. Um, they do have their own pitfalls, especially when it comes to marketing and the differences between how a show is marketed on Broadway and the lead up and runtime that it has on Broadway to something that might be, like we said with Irvin Hansen, maybe just as short as one week and how those kind of things work. She also talks about kind of figuring out what the grosses are for the touring shows and how we don't really have those hard numbers. The different touring um, networks or the different production companies like Networks Productions um, and things like that. So it's a really, really good article. Kara Joy is – she's always plugged in, has some great stuff. So definitely check those out. And then another thing I wanted to recommend, James, I don't – do they do this every year? Um, yesterday, Michael Paulson uh, published an article in the New York Times counting down four names uh, that you should pay attention to during this uh, – not Broadway, this theatrical season. The the four names were John O'Davies, who is playing Alex DeLarge in A Clockwork Orange, Erica Henningsen, who's playing, playing Katie in Mean Girls, the playwright for Too Heavy for Your Pocket, Jeray Breon Holder, and then Haley Kilgore, who's playing Timoon in Once on This Island. He does a nice little short – bio paragraph about each one and uh it's very, definitely something to keep an eye on because all of these shows and whether they're on broadway or off are getting a ton of buzz so you know see them while you can before the uh, tickets get too expensive for uh normal peons like us to afford yeah i don't recall the uh new york times um yeah. doing this doing this in the past but uh, they probably have done it for the last 25 years and I just can't remember past <laughs> yesterday. So, um, you know, if you are a listener and you know that the times has done this in the past, uh, drop a uh, matter me a line and let us, uh, get in the know here. All right. So I think that wraps it up, Matt, any, uh, closing words here. You're going to keep us, uh, not worrying about you. I, I, oh, trust me, I'll be tweeting, I'll be retweeting, and yeah, I'll be fine. And there's an Ohio State football game on Saturday. Power will not go out before I can see that game, so we'll be fine. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you get us out of here then? Uh, all right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt, and subscribe to something a pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. If something happens to you, can I have your Hamilton tickets? <laughs> well, I'll put it in my will. All right. And my name, and you guys heard it here. My name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. See, we made it. It was really quick. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And Matt, you have something coming up tomorrow. Do you have a tell me more tomorrow? We do have a tell me more tomorrow talking about um, uh, equality and representation and diversity on stage and uh, on and off stage. I talk with uh, Christine Toy Johnson from Actors Equity and Andrew Shade, the founder of BroadwayBlack.com. It's a really, really fascinating pair of interviews. So uh, definitely check that one out. And uh, Sunday we have uh, This Week on Broadway, which is all TBA right now. We haven't really solidified anything yet, but we'll be there on Sunday. And Matt and I, hopefully, we'll be back on Monday. We'll talk to you then. That's me knocking on wood. <laughs> <laughs>